Hello, this is Dr. David Greer from the Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston, Mass. You are listening to the first national radio channel created specifically for medical professionals. Reach MDXM 157. Innovations in minimally invasive surgery and therapeutic endoscopy are contributing to a promising new field called natural orifice transluminal endoscopic surgery, or NOTES. Which patient populations comprise the foremost candidates for NOTES procedures? You are listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am your host, Dr. Mark Nolan Hill, professor of surgery at the Chicago Medical School, and our guest today is Dr. Nathaniel Soper, professor and chair of surgery at Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine. Dr. Soper is a leading contributor to emerging topics in minimally invasive surgery. Welcome, Dr. Soper. Well, thank you very much for having me. Today we are discussing patient populations targeted for NOTES procedures, natural orifice transluminal endoscopic surgery. Dr. Soper, can you give us a brief overview of NOTES? Well, NOTES is something that has been developed over the last five or six years and is just now beginning to be performed in limited cases clinically. The concept is that one enters the the body through a natural orifice, then goes, for instance, down the mouth into the stomach, makes a hole in the wall of the stomach to get out into the abdominal cavity, does something inside the abdomen, then comes back into the stomach, closes the hole, and the scope comes out through the mouth to to accomplish an operation without any external incisions at all. Now, is this for the same type of patient population that we would consider for routine laparoscopic minimally invasive surgery? Well, at the current time, the main cavity that has been approached using NOTES techniques has been the abdominal cavity, which is where we practice laparoscopy. So theoretically, it's the possibility that over time we will evolve from doing laparoscopic procedures to NOTES procedures, much as we evolved from doing open abdominal operations to doing laparoscopic procedures. Are there any specific patient populations where it would be particularly advantageous for NOTES? Well, we don't really know the answers to that yet, but there are considerations that potentially people who have challenging abdominal walls, lots of scarring or burn injuries or things like that to the abdominal wall, or people who are morbidly obese, it might be advantageous to go through the stomach wall rather than going through the abdominal wall with the problems that are inherent in that. Let's back up for a second. Why is the morbidly obese patient a difficult patient to deal with laparoscopically? It may be difficult because sometimes the instrumentation is not long enough. Sometimes having a trocar that's going through the abdominal wall, which is quite thick, can make it harder to move the instruments around. There is a greater incidence of of hernias in the abdominal walls of the obese, even with the smaller incisions of laparoscopy. Now, how would this be easier with notes in a morbidly obese patient? Well, potentially in the morbidly obese, the distance from the mouth to the stomach is going to be about the same between an obese patient and a non-obese patient. The distance from the stomach to the gallbladder is probably the same in an obese and in a non-obese patient. So it would theoretically be much more similar between the two groups compared to the difference 
between approaching organs on the inside in somebody who is thin compared to somebody who's really obese. Are there any other patient populations that you would think would be particularly advantageous for notes? Well, I think the other group who may ask for these type of operations are the thin young females who may be more concerned about the cosmetics involved. Now, when we do bariatric surgery, and we do this laparoscopically for the most part now, would notes have a role in doing bariatric surgery as well? Well, notes or endoluminal procedures, I think, are going to be closely examined for use for weight loss. There is a lot of interest in performing procedures going down the mouth into the stomach and then from the inside of the stomach stapling it into a smaller size or putting a balloon in to take up much of the volume of the stomach or changing the outlet of the stomach inside or potentially being able to do a stapling of the stomach from the inside, then using a notes approach, opening up the top of the stomach and being able to pull up a limb of the intestine to essentially do a gastric bypass. And what about doing things like hernia repairs, which are commonly done laparoscopically? I believe that they could also be done using the notes technique. Obviously, if one uses mesh, however, to repair the hernias, one would be very concerned about the possibility of seeding the prosthetic material with bacteria coming through the mouth or the vagina or wherever. Well, since we use mesh almost routinely on laparoscopic hernia approaches, would that then not be a procedure where notes would be used? I think it would be unlikely unless we came up with new technologies for performing tension-free repairs, if you will. And what about the patient who has had multiple intra-abdominal surgeries? Well, it's hard to know. Obviously, in human cases thus far, we have tried to avoid those individuals. We have done work in the animal lab artificially creating adhesions, and we've, been, we've shown that it's possible to use notes techniques to cut those adhesions effectively. If you have just joined us, you are listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, XM157. I am your host, Dr. Mark Nolan-Hill, professor of surgery at Chicago Medical School, and with me today is Dr. Nathaniel Soper, professor and chair of surgery at Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine. We are discussing the patient populations targeted for the NOTES procedure, natural orifice transluminal endoscopic surgery. Dr. Soper, we were talking about different categories of patients who might be candidates for notes. Which patients certainly would not be candidates for a notes procedure? Well, those who have strictures or stenoses somewhere along the natural orifice where you're trying to enter. Certainly, if you're talking about doing transvaginal procedures, that would eliminate about 50% of the population. Initially, I think we would be very hesitant to recommend these operations in people who had had multiple prior operations in the region where you were trying to enter the abdominal cavity. But this is going to be one of those things that is determined over time with experience. Would the anesthetic needs and requirements change at all? It's unclear whether that would be the case or not. It may ultimately be possible to perform these operations using sedation rather than general anesthesia, but my guess is that it will require a general anesthetic because in order to be able to see within the abdominal cavity, there still needs to be a pneumoperitoneum inflating the abdomen with carbon dioxide or some other gas to make room inside to work. Now, in situations where laparoscopic surgery 
has had complications. Do you think that notes would play a role, perhaps, in attempting to take care of these complications? I think that's a possibility. There's actually been a case report of actually replacing a dislodged peg tube using notes technique. This is a patient who had had a peg tube placed several days previously, and then it became apparent that the tube was, was dislodged. Instead of going in with a laparotomy, which would be probably the most common way of taking care of this, the individuals at Case Western Reserve University actually put a scope down the mouth into the stomach, went out through the hole, found the peg tube, pulled it back into the hole, and were able to then close it and sew it up from the inside. Prior to doing that, obviously, they looked around and washed out things that, uh, you know, any secretions or any tube contents that had spilled in the abdominal cavity. To my knowledge, this is the only case such as this that's been reported so far. Just curious, to do a procedure like that, which clearly is not done routinely at all, to say the least, how do they get permission from both the patient and the institution? Well, at this point in time, it is our feeling that all notes procedures should be done under an institutional review board oversight and that all operations should be registered in an international registry of these operations, with the idea being that if any individual surgeon only does a few cases, even one complication may just seem to be the luck of the draw. But if you see recurrent complications of a similar sort at different sites, then we may be able to identify problems early and help to address them. Now, you had mentioned going through the stomach. Now, we all know that we have had laparoscopic gallbladders that were difficult to get out of the abdomen through one of the port sites. Do you have any risks of getting one of those gallbladders with very large stones through one of the openings in the stomach in terms of just leakage and dissemination of gastric contents? Well, absolutely, there's the possibility. And in fact, for our IRB approval of our notes cholecystectomy clinical series, we actually look at the ultrasound to see the size of the stones. And if they're bigger than a certain size, it probably won't actually fit out the oropharynx, let alone coming through a relatively small hole in the stomach. So there will be limitations, and we have to figure out what those are. Is there ever a situation where you would use a combination of a natural orifice and a small incision on the abdomen? In fact, what most sites are doing currently for clinical application of notes is actually a hybrid procedure, and that's what we are doing. So when we do a notes cholecystectomy, we call it an endoscopic-assisted laparoscopic cholecystectomy. Instead of making the four laparoscopic incisions, which is typical in the United States, we will use two or one laparoscopic ports so that we can watch as the scope comes out of the stomach and make sure that that is safe, and also to be able to watch at the end of the operation, inflate the stomach underwater and make sure there are no leaks, just to make sure that it is safe. The assumption being that over time we can decrease the number of ports we use until we feel comfortable that we can do this completely without an incision in the abdomen. Well, how do you plan to make that transition? After more experience and after devices are developed that will assure essentially 100% that the closure in the stomach wall is water and airtight. In fact, many people ask me, well, what is the killer application for notes? 
what is the procedure that is going to allow a high volume of these operations? My answer always is that the killer application in notes is development of the technique to close the hole safely and reliably. Is this procedure being driven by the public or by the surgeons? Currently, it's being driven by the surgeons and gastroenterologists who believe that there's the possibility that this will improve patient care and comfort. However, there is the sense that once we have developed the tools that we need and become really proficient at this, there may well be patient demand that drives it. I want to thank our guest, Dr. Nathaniel Soper. We have been discussing the patient populations targeted for the NOTES procedure, natural orifice transluminal endoscopic surgery. I'm Dr. Mark Nolan-Hill, and you have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Be sure to visit our website at reachmd.com, now featuring on-demand podcasts of our entire library. For comments and questions, please send your email to xm at reachmd.com. And thank you for listening.